Did you know that God is an extravagant lover in your suffering? When life does not go the way I hoped, it's easy for me to disengage and become discouraged. These are the moments when it is imperative, I remind myself, that when things are not working out the way I hoped, the Lord still loves and cares for me. Do you know that? I want you to know that. I know that many people who listen to this podcast are going through all kinds of things. You tell me. You post it on various places. I know that you are struggling. I know that you have been hurt. I know that you are in relational difficulty. Stuff has happened to you and you're trying to sort through it. Well, I want to tell you that God is an extravagant lover, especially in your suffering. If you want to read this short podcast, all you have to do is go on our website, rickthomas.net. Look for that title, God is an Extravagant Lover in Your Suffering, and you can read it. It is really short because I have a brief message that I want you to hear today. If you know somebody who's going through a difficult time, then I would encourage you to share this little article with them. Come alongside them and encourage them. Perhaps you have been to that place in your life where things are just not working out the way that you wanted them to work out, and you are discouraged. If you have been there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you know somebody who's there, will you talk to them? Welcome to the podcast. This is your daily drive. This is the podcast where I put my articles in an audio format so you can listen on the run. My name is Rick Thomas, and you can find me at rickthomas.net. If you have a question for me and for my team, please ask. It would be a fantastic privilege to be able to serve you. Here's what I tell folks when I go to conferences, and I really mean this. When I do a conference, I tell them that I want to be completely spent up during that conference. I want to be used completely, not just doing the speaking part, which is hard enough, but also in between the speaking parts. I want to sit down with individuals and couples, which I do when I go and meet with people and And I want to serve you. This is how we are wired at this ministry. It is what we do. It's not just a good thing to say. It is the life that we live within our marriage, Rick and Lucia, and within our family dynamic. Mark 10.45 is important to us where Jesus said, I did not come here to be served, but to serve. So whether it's within our marriage or within our family, Or at a conference, we want to be totally used up. As I tell them, we can sleep on the we can sleep after we get home. But during the conference, I want it to be wall-to-wall work. We want to help people. If you go to the expense and trouble to have us come and have me come and speak, then I want to make sure that you get your money's worth, so to speak. Well, our ministry is that way. We want to serve you. And so if you have a question, if you have something that you are struggling with, don't think that 
we're not interested. Don't think that we don't want to come alongside you. We can't change you. We can't change your problem. We can't we can't change anything. That's a pay grade higher than what God has given to us. He's the one that brings change. But we will be your friend. We will give you direction the best we can. We will come alongside you. So if you are struggling and you're looking for answers, please put this ministry at the top of your list and jump on our forums and ask your question. The title of the podcast, God is an Extravagant Lover in Your Suffering. I need to know that my frustrated hopes and dreams do not mean that God is not in my story. Contrary to my man-centered thinking, the good Lord is choosing to write a story that is different from the one I expected. And perhaps your story is the same way. You launch out into life with an expectation of how this story is going to somewhat play out, but you are not the writer. If God is with you, which he is, it's one of my favorite texts in Scripture, Genesis 37. I'm sorry, Genesis 39, verse 2. God is with Joseph. And if God is with you, which he is, you must understand that he is doing good things for you. Though you may not perceive his mysterious will for your life, what he is choosing to write for you will turn out for your good. I know sometimes we kind of retract a little bit when we hear Romans 8.28, for all things work together for good. But God is writing a story that is turning out for good, for your good, for his fame, and the benefit of many people. The Lord's will for you is not about knowing all the facts about what is happening, but about trusting the author of those facts. We want to put our faith in the author, not in known outcomes of how it's turning out. There are times in your life that are excruciatingly painful, and there is nothing you can do to alleviate the suffering. You cannot pray it away. You cannot manipulate it away. You cannot wish it away. A positive mental attitude will only last a day or two, but you soon return to the pit of sorrow and anguish. It is in those moments that the reality of life gone bad settles deep into your soul and the current circumstances begin to define who you are. It is in those moments when you need a significant realignment of the soul. Though the fog is not lifting and there is no anticipation that it will ever rise above the trouble in your life, you must rest in the assurance that God has not abandoned you. God is working his plans into your life. Your journey can go no other way than the way he has predetermined for you. It is the Lord who orders your steps, you remember, Proverbs 16:9 The heart of man plans his way but the Lord establishes his steps Before you ever entered into your suffering God was there He was working planning strategizing and implementing things in such a way that would forever change you 
He is not doing this because he is harsh, distant, or uncaring. He is doing this precisely because he is kind with you and loves you. The Lord's love is more extravagant than you could ever imagine. When Job reflected upon these profound things, it caused a long and reflective pause. He said in Job 23, but he, God, is unchangeable, and who can turn him back? When he desires that he does, for he will complete what he appoints for me, and many such things are in his mind. Therefore, I am terrified at his presence when I consider I am in dread of him. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me, yet I am not silenced because of the darkness, nor because thick darkness covers my face. God is in your darkness, which removes the terror. Talk to him today. Even if it is only a faint heart cry, bear your soul to your heavenly Father. Live in the truth that he is finishing what he began in you. God is an extravagant lover in your suffering. Let us serve you. It would be a privilege. You can check out this article on the website. Share it with a friend. Take it to the Lord. Thank you so much for listening. Your Daily Drive is a production of rickthomas.net, a global community that is seeking to live more productive and inspiring lives. If you'd like to learn more about our community, please go to rickthomas.net, rickthomas.net.